Well, a bit later than usual, and uh, nothing happening on the live front, guys. I am sorry. But welcome, regardless, to this, the 10th episode of the fourth season. Holy moly, man alive, of the Toronto Beer Podcast with me, Chris Schreier, your friendly neighborhood host who's feeling pretty tired right now, I'm not going to lie, but uh, happy to be back here with you, even if we don't get to be live. Uh, I'm having some internet problems at home, not sure what's going on. Came home, kids were watching stuff on Netflix, but when I sat down a couple minutes ago, the whole network was down and did it did not come back with a reboot. So I'm going to have to look into that a little bit closer, but I decided I just need to go ahead and record this and then figure it out later. So again, apologies if you usually watch it live. Uh, I am sorry. I do like doing that, but we're just going to have to roll. So... What are we all doing, guys? It's uh, it's it's what for a lot of you probably now the start of the second week of the Toronto wide more or less lockdown, and uh, I mean hopefully you're still holding up well. I was off all last week, as I mentioned in the last ep. Sorry, I didn't do a little midweek one, but I just found my week filling in in the most wonderful way, and I uh, didn't really want to uh, take the time off. So I spent a lot of time fishing, hung out with my kids and my wife. Did a lot of work on guitars, doing repairs and some stuff, so that was great. And uh, drank a lot of beer, because of course, as I noted, I gave myself my holiday of uh, not doing my uh, three days off, not drinking midweek. It was delightful. I did miss those Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday beers. But anyway, let's uh, let's dive in. I got a bit of a sleeper for you. I've you know I've referred to this beer before. Um, I think at this point, probably most people who know me know that I'm I'm down with this beer, um, but uh, it's not a Toronto beer by any standard, not even close. Although you obviously can buy it pretty readily in Toronto, I'm of course talking about my uh, my go-to cheap, cold, yellow European beer, uh, which for me doesn't get much better than Dab from uh, Germany. Yeah, Dab, D-A-B. Like the that dance move that was all the rage not that long ago. Uh, this beer is a Dortmund-style export lager, or a Dortmunder, uh, very specific to the Dortmund area, um, the city of Dortmund and the surrounding area. Um, it's a cold yellow beer, and it does a lot of things real nice. So uh, I've actually already got a can here open. I'm sorry. Uh, especially without the live, I'm, uh, I don't know, I'm letting it slide. So no Foley, or maybe I'll throw in some, uh, a fake here. I'll do one with my mouth. How's that? That sound believable. Also, I'm not drinking it out of a glass. I can tell you it's crystal clear and yellow. Um, and it gets a bit of a white head to it. But, uh, other than that, it's a cold yellow beer. I'm going to have a sip. I've been sipping on it already, but I'm going to have another. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Now, like the uh, Stark Pils, Stark Pils, we were drinking there last week. This is another beer that uh, should have a bit of a snappy, hoppy character to it. But really, we're interested in what the malts are doing. 
And these guys are, are nice. A crackery was a term I used last week. I think that would be an appropriate uh, one to use this week. Some cereal kind of graininess to it almost. Um, it's definitely the maltiness is quite, quite pronouncedly sweet. But then it has a, a fairly moderate uh uh, noble hop kind of finish and noble hops are the old world hops from places like Czech Republic and Germany and France and even England and other places. Um, Dab itself, the hop character is kind of just grassy, but there is a notable bitterness and a bitterness on the finish. It's quite dry. Even though it's got a sweet malt profile, it doesn't linger. Uh, it is a lager. We've talked about this, of course. Not a lot of yeast characteristic uh, hanging around. It's pretty quick and clean, which is part of the reason why I drink it. Mm. Speaking of which, I just drank some more. Oh, I do like that beer. This is not a beer you're going to write an essay about, or maybe you are, and I wouldn't judge you for that, but it's not a thinking uh, beer. Uh, this is a drinking beer, and these are important beers. Uh, Michael Jackson, the beer writer, not the pop star, referred to these as lawnmower beers. This is the, the beer that everybody should have access to in their beer uh, quiver, which is just a nice, cold, easy-drinking, refreshing beer uh, that you can just slam down. And for me, uh, bang for your buck, you aren't going to do much better than Dab. I think it's about 280 a can. Might even be less. I can't exactly remember. And it's a full 500 mil can, not uh, Canadian 473 mil. So that's something. Um, it does say right here on the can that it is of draft quality. I didn't realize that... Uh, there was non-draft quality beers out there, but this one isn't one of those. It's it's of draft quality. The can tells me so. Uh, but mostly, yeah, just super chill, relaxed lager beer. Like I say, multi on the front, dry and snappy hop on the end. Not as pronounced as the uh, the Stark Pils or like a German style Pils. This is a Dortmunder, a uh, little bit more balanced, although you know, still with a hoppy presence. A lot of. Um, a lot of cold yellow beer drinkers, actually, what they're kind of looking for is something almost like soda pop. They don't want a lot of bitterness at all. This wouldn't fit the the bill of, say, like a, a bud drinker necessarily. Um, got that multi sweetness up front, but again, that balance of that snap, snappy, hoppy finish. Uh, now, you're going to ask me, oh, genius, what are we going to eat with this? Well, I think the answer is pretty obvious. It's a cold yellow beer for after you've been mowing your lawn. I'm going to have to go with a hot dog. Or a veggie dog, if you prefer. We are living in a golden age of plant-based meat substitutes. So, uh, yeah, get uh, get yourself a hot dog and go real dirty. You know what I'm saying? Chop up some onion. Chop up some pickle. Good healthy squirt of uh, ballpark uh, mustard, as we call it. Don't get fancy. You know, there's a time for Dijon. This ain't it. I like Kozlik's mustard as much as the nice guy, next guy, but we're not putting that up on there either. I'm looking for some French's yellow mustard. Throw it on there. I know it might sound like I'm being a little trite, but in all honesty, um, this is a combination that's going to work really well. There's going to be some interesting things going on. The uh, onion and the, the mustard is going to give a little, it's not quite spicy, but like some heat almost to it, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, that's going to uh, play off of the sweetness uh, pretty well. And the hops are going to be able to cut through and clean that up. The flip to that is that the bun, which hopefully you're using a really dirty, cheap, Wonder Bread style, uh, you know, white, gluey hot dog bun. Don't get fancy. They have a, a notable sweetness to them, uh, which is going to complement the uh, sweetness up front on the uh, the malt in this beer. 
And of course, it's just a killer combination. Uh, beer writer to the stars, uh, Ben Johnson. Using a lot. That's a bit weird. Michael Jackson, Ben. Anyway, he gets that a lot. Not that guy. Um, the Ben Johnson beer writer uh, has a, a thing that I believe he refers to the uh, two-dogger lager or something like that. Maybe he uh, could correct me on that. The gist of it just being that sometimes you just need a dirty hot dog and a lager. And uh, this one fits the bill perfectly. Uh, where else do I like Dab? Just about anywhere. When uh, we're at uh, my wife's family's cottage, uh, yeah, in the sauna, I like a Dab. Even if uh, my sauna buddy Kevin refers to it as a dirty ass beer, I always counter that and say it's definitely awesome beer because we're nothing if not mature. Uh, but yeah, solid there. Great after you've mowed the lawn. Great after a hard day of work, which is when I had my first uh, today getting back in from work. And uh, yeah, just a rock solid beer. You know me, and the, especially these times, I want you buying beer from your local brewery. But especially as things are going to become more challenging and, and more difficult, Dab is definitely a beer available at the, uh, the your local grocery store. It's at the beer store. It's everywhere. And while it's not a local brewery, uh, and I would definitely like you to, you know, vote with your money, uh, this is a perfectly acceptable beer uh, to be grabbing as well. And uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about it. It's uh, for having said you're not going to write an essay about it. I did just talk for nine minutes and 18 seconds. So I'm going to leave it for now. But that is Dab. It's a lovely, straight up cold yellow beer. And uh Last weekend, when there was a rumor that the LCBO might be closing, I kind of lost my mind and I bought um, a whole flat of it. And uh, this is my last one. So I nailed back 24 of those in seven days, which doesn't seem so bad. Um, so, yeah, grab yourself some dab if you don't have access to anything else. It's a solid, solid beer. Speaking of which, both grabbing beer and also dab, I'm going to have a sip and then tell you a little bit about the news because, of course, there's no events. So I mentioned last weekend uh, I panic bought a uh, two four of dab. Not the worst decision I've ever made. I'll tell you that for free. I panic bought it because there was some discussion that they might close the LCBO. It seemed improbable to me at the time, but you know we're living in crazy times. Now, if you've been listening to the news, you might be thinking, but they might be closing the LCBO now. This is late breaking to when I recorded, well, maybe within the past few hours, our illustrious uh, premier has uh, made an announcement. They are closing all non-essential businesses. But of course, this is Ontario and selling alcohol is essential. So included in the businesses that will remain open are LCBO, the beer store, those little independent uh, wine shops that were grandfathered in from like the 1960s that are in the grocery store, like the wine rack, etc. But most importantly, friends, the retail side of our, our producing friends, whether that be a winery, a brewery or a distiller, all of those people able to stay open despite the closure of all non essential businesses. So that is very, very good news indeed. It's already been an immensely stressful time for uh, especially the smallest of our uh, brewing friends. Uh, this is a bit of welcome news, I dare say, that they will be able to continue to sell their products. So that's positive. Uh, 
What else can we say about that? Well, um, I don't know if you've heard this. I think I've been talking about it, but I just really want to lean into it a little bit, especially for a couple of uh, breweries that are literally near to me and also near and dear to me. Um, so we were talking, I think, last week, you know, a lot of breweries have online uh, purchasing, which is fantastic. Um, Sawdust launched that a while back. There's there's a bunch. A lot of breweries. Uh, Left Field does it as well. Um, you can buy your beer. And they put it in a box and they schlep a label on it. And uh, one of my coworkers who uh, works in that area goes and picks it up and uh, we deliver it right to you. That's a great system and it's been working really well for a lot of breweries. But there are a number of breweries that hadn't gotten into that game um, for a variety of reasons. One of the biggest ones that I certainly heard when I asked particular brewery why they weren't uh, doing it was because they didn't really feel they needed to. They sold plenty of beer out of their retail space and to licensees and also in their uh, their tap room. And they just they, they might not have even had enough to be able to supply that. So they'd, they'd stayed away from that. Of course, now with the changing situation, uh, some breweries that didn't do that before are getting into it and good on them for uh, diving into that. So uh, the likes of Godspeed Brewing uh, just put a uh, an online shop online. Online shop online? Hmm. Welcome to the Department of Redundancies Department. But uh, I digress. It's really positive news. The other thing that's happening, and I think... I don't know if Godspeed, I think what Godspeed's doing is they're doing curb pickup, um, which is an amazing option. Uh, Godspeed's doing it, I know, I think a few, where you can go online, purchase your beer, and uh, pick a, a specific pickup time, so saying 2 p.m. tomorrow, and then you go to the brewery. You don't even have to get out of your car. They will bring it out of the shop to you, hand it to you through the window, maintaining the uh, requisite safe two-meter distance, and you will drive off happy as a clam at high tide with a wonderful shipment of Godspeed beer. Alternatively, you can also go into the retail store. They are limiting to their retail space to one customer at a time. It is a very small retail space. So uh, that is an option as well. There are other breweries. I know Left Field is one of them. I believe Great Lakes is also doing it that are doing free delivery to specific uh, postal code regions. Um, I know left field, I believe it's like M4 and M5 and maybe M6. Uh, basically, the postal code areas around them. And what they're literally doing is having their staff members just drive the beer out to you and drop it off, which is fabulous too. Uh, some of those breweries that are doing it have a minimum order requirement, which is reasonable. Um, it would be maybe sort of hilarious to see Troy or Tori uh, show up with a single can of beer, but that's kind of a jerk thing to do. So make sure you're ordering a, a good volume of that, and then they'll just bring it right to your door. Um, and I understand that their uh, MO is they they tell you they're going to be delivering around this time, you better be home, and they literally will take it and just leave it on your porch and knock and walk away, which is incidentally the same uh, format that we're using with Canada Post. Speaking of Canada Post, if you do opt to uh, order from a brewery that uses Canada Post as delivery, you can rest assured that at the moment Canada Post is open and will remain so. Uh, it's definitely considered essential. Uh, the flip to that, though, is that Canada Post has uh, decided that they cannot guarantee uh, delivery windows and times. So if you know you need your beer tomorrow, you probably want to order it from somebody nearby who does private uh delivery. If you're not as worried and can wait a little while, by all means, go Canada Post. Oh, the other thing I'll mention to you is all parcels that require age verification, cannabis and, and alcohol, basically, um, 
they we won't even attempt to deliver that to you. Uh, it will just get sent straight to your local post office and you'll get a card to go pick it up. So, uh, again, opt for a place that does private delivery if you can. Also, it's a good thing because it means it's somebody nearby and you need to be supporting the people closest to you. So do that, please. Uh, this week, as you're getting low on beer, don't worry about the LCBO, whether it's open or closed. Figure out who your local brewery is and figure out if they can send you beer or if you can do a curb pickup or something like that. That's going to be one of the best ways that we can all help each other out through this. So please, please do that. Uh, speaking as well, uh, non-related to beer as a Canada Post employee, having worked my first day back in the new new normal, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a little tutorial uh, and then I'll give you some tips too. The tutorial is this. Okay, you've got a parcel coming. You're home because <laughs> most of the world is right now. So you might even see me walking up to your door and I know I'm a nice guy and we've had some quality chats and it's been good. But here's what I want you to do. Feel free to even open the inside door. Keep that screen door shut, though. Wave at me. Smile. Hello. Whatever. But keep the door closed. I'm going to scan your parcel. I'm going to set it down. If it needs a signature, don't worry. I'm going to sign for it. And then I'm going to knock and walk away. We want to keep a two-meter distance. And there's a reason that might not have necessarily occurred to you. And I'm going to elucidate on that now. Sure. We don't want to get COVID-19 from a customer. You know, you might open the door and sneeze right in my face. And that would not be good for anybody. But really what we're trying to do is keep you safe. Because the thing is, some experts are now saying they think that the virus could live for up to six days on surfaces. Think about the number of hands that mail touches before it gets to me, who I'm the last person to drop it into your mailbox. Uh, it's, it's touched multiple humans. There's been multiple humans who've been breathing over it, sneezing over it, coughing over it. A number of people at the processing facilities could be asymptomatic but still be carrying. It's a pretty scary situation, and we are working really hard as individuals and as a corporation. And this, by the way, is not sanctioned or paid for by Canada Post. This is just what I do. But uh, we're working really hard. There's a lot of hand sanitizer getting used. We've got gloves. We have masks if it's appropriate, particularly, for instance, working in a more confined space like a walk-through apartment building or something. Um, so we're, we're trying, doing our best to manage it. But it's pretty probable that most of us will have been exposed to the virus. Whether or not we get it, that's another story. But just the nature of the volume of stuff passing through our hands, it's very probable we're going to get exposed to it at some point. The other thing is uh, mail delivery agents tend to be in fairly good shape because we walk on average 14K a day and five days a week, which is not something most people do. So we tend to be in physically good shape, as I say. And uh, that's a good thing in terms of what happens to our bodies if we were to say get COVID-19. Unfortunately, what it means is it also seems like we have a higher likelihood of maybe being asymptomatic carriers, which means we might not even be aware we have it. Again, we're potentially going to get exposed to it a lot. Potentially, some of us are going to be asymptomatic carriers. When we want to just set down your parcel and walk away from the door, that's because we don't want to expose you to this. As an aside, treat your mail and your parcels like it definitely is covered in COVID-19, right? Open it, dispose of the packaging, wash your hands. Um, just be smart and safe. But yeah, when you see us coming to the door, please keep that door closed until we walk away. This is for you, not for us. Uh, but again, a wave, a hello, a smile, a note in the mailbox. I had a note with a little hand sanitizer attached to today. It was lovely. I like that. Uh, those of us who are pretty social, not the salty, crusty old farts that have been doing this for 40 years, 
we love the interactions. I love patting your dog and giving it a treat, but we're going to have to step back from that for a while. And that sucks, but we're going to do it. And uh, again, that's as much to keep you safe as to keep us safe. I've already decided I'm pretty sure I'm probably going to end up getting it in the next month or so. It just seems improbable the amount of exposure I'm probably going to have uh, not to get it. Um, so yeah, taking my temperature regularly, keeping an eye on symptoms right now, I'm totally clear, but, uh, I've assumed it's going to happen. And, uh, when it does, I'll stop working and, uh, hopefully not expose people to it, but we just don't know right now. So that's my, uh, tutorial. Please let us put the package down and walk away. The tips, well, I already gave them to you. Wave, smile, say hello through a window. Feel free to open a window and talk again. Two meters is what we're looking for. So I uh, still love those interactions, but we want to do it in the safest way possible. But this is not the Toronto Mail with an AI podcast. This is the Toronto Beer podcast. Rejoice. doesn't sound like the LCBO breweries are getting closed anytime soon, so your beer supply shouldn't dry up, although I know a lot of people are hurting financially right now. Um, Beer is great, but it's not the highest priority, right, guys? So make good choices. Uh, maybe if you're in a position where you aren't as concerned about your finances and you know somebody who is and you think they might like a six-pack of beer, throw that on your order when you call up your local brewery and have them drop it off. And then maybe message that friend and say, hey, there's a six-pack of beer on the front porch of my house. Come grab it. It's for you. Um, that'd be a nice gesture, wouldn't it? I think so. Anyway, whatever you're going to do this week, guys, to take care of each other, it's getting harder and harder. And you remember, what was it, only two weeks ago I told you to go out and hug somebody? Don't go out and hug somebody now. That's not helping anybody. But check in on your neighbors if you know their numbers or their emails or can communicate with them in a way that doesn't provide person-to-person -person exposure. Especially, again, obviously, people who are at risk, elderly, people living alone, people who you know have health conditions. Uh, just give people time and space. Be as supportive as you can. And uh, like I always say, take care of each other out there, guys, okay? It's going to be a long couple of weeks, months maybe. And uh, we're all going to need some help at some point. So be willing to help. Be willing to ask for it. Um, for my part, I don't know what I can do to help you, but uh, I'm not hard to find. So get at me if you think you need anything. And uh, we'll get through this. I promise you, all right? Be good to each other. And I'll talk at you around this time, hopefully earlier with a internet connection next Monday.